Welcome everybody to episode 30 of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. I'm sitting across from Jalyn Casares, owner and creator of Moonlight Woven. First, to you. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. Yes, that's some good stuff. Mm, chilled. So tell me about how you got the name Moonlight Woven. Uh, <clears throat> let me get that down there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my daughter's name, middle name is Moon. She's okay. Violet Moon. Um, I've always loved the moon. And so when I had her, I was like, okay, this is perfect. It's a namesake. And really we go, she goes by Moon. So um, I got took the moon from that. And clearly, you know, woven um, was my first love. Um, I recently started doing macrame, but I did a lot of woven pieces. Okay. So um, I knew I wanted moon in there somewhere. Yeah. And so I played with all these ideas. And then finally, that's the one that I chose. <laughs> so when did this come into being? How long have you been doing this? Um, well, Moonlight has been around for about a year. Mm -hmm. uh, year and three and a half months, something like that. Um, wow. Yeah, so not that long. But yeah. um, I did my first couple of weaves probably about three years ago just for fun. I've made my sister a couple pieces, and I made a couple pieces just for myself. Um, and then I started working at K-Space, mm -hmm. and it kind of lit a fire, you know, seeing all these creative people coming in. Yes. All sorts of stuff, you know, from like um, – ceramics abstract um, like sculptures and so I was like okay well I've I've already been weaving you know but I never took it to like I guess a professional level yes um, I was making it for myself I wasn't like selling anything right you know? right right so yeah, yeah. How, how did you make that transition did somebody um, just see it and think it was awesome because I've never seen anything no, like it, it before uh, back to k-space so we have a show that we do in December um, spectacular salon Wait, Salon Spectacular. I always get those confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of those. And um, it's like a floor-to-ceiling um, exhibition. Um, yeah. I guess it's kind of like a European style. Wow. Supposedly. So there were artists. You should look it up. Sometimes. Yes. So I want to cool. check it out. Um, and so, I mean, that's going to be happening next month. I don't think we're doing it this year. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but hopefully next year. is is an awesome collaboration of so many people, you know, local people. Yeah. Um, but there's, again, like ceramics and... Um, all sorts of paintings and sculptures and uh, digital art and all sorts of things. So nice. uh, working there, I was like, okay, well, I want to submit something, you know? And so I busted my ass and for like two weeks, I stayed up when my kids finally went to sleep and I could work. I would stay up till like, <laughs> I hear you there. I'd probably start around 11 and work until like four in the morning weaving. And I just made like tons of little mini pieces. Um, I had a couple big pieces. I made my sister give me back the pieces I made for her because they were like exhibition. big. They were my biggest pieces. How big are we talking? Um, probably maybe about like sixteen by twenty. Wow. Size. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little bit smaller than that. Right. So woven, and um, yeah. So I had all my stuff in the show and sold almost every piece. There was over 40 pieces wow. that I had. When there. was this? This was a year ago? This was uh, last December. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So yeah. when that happened, were you just like, I'm It was on to crazy. Something. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was very serene. Um, is that the word? <laughs> I think it's surreal. Surreal? You could have been no, I'm <laughs> tripping over words too. I thought it's healing. I feel like I'm, surreal. Tri I'm tripping over words too, girl. I'm just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bearing with me. But, I mean, at the same time, yeah, I mean, you have to feel like 
you're doing something absolutely right and something that's divinely intervened when something like that goes down. I mean, that's almost unheard of. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that was your first time to showcase this stuff? That was my first time like to ever, yeah, to let anybody see my work besides, you know, family, you know, coming to my house, my sister's house and seeing yeah. pieces. Um, so, yeah, it was really crazy. I um, That is crazy. I just started, when wow. I had first posted, I just posted off of, like, you know, Instagram, like, my personal page. And then all these people were messaging me, um, friends and strangers, like, that they had seen my stuff at K-Space. Um, so, it was really cool. So, I made um, an Instagram page and uh, I, didn't, I had some weird name, like little moon woven or something and I, I like, still like that though yeah and I was torn between it I was just like no it's just little I feel like little classifies it as something like children's clothing yes. little moon because I actually I have that. we actually have some like real um bohemian like um uh Indian print dresses and stuff from right. this girl little moon clothing so I was like okay little moon woven like that's too close to that yes 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 and yes. I just I didn't like it but that's what I started it with for like two days and I mm -hmm. told my sister I was like I have to think of something like but I didn't want to rush it you yeah, know of and, course no it has to be organic and then I'm like do I want to just do my name you know and I was like no like moon just is in my head you know, my moon is my world. Like, yes. No, I, I love <laughs> so, that. So, um, yeah. So I came up with Moonlight Woven and um, listed some of the pieces from the show. And probably within like a week after the show was over, like all the pieces had sold. And yeah, I had people messaging me. I had I did like four or five custom pieces in like the first like month of like having my Instagram. So that I was really crazy. excited and then kind of overwhelmed, you know. Yes. Because it's like, okay, I've never... Yeah. created for somebody else like Ooh, they pick out their true. colors that's and true. stuff yeah. and then I'm just like here hope you like this you know, yeah. I'm all done you know but and you know they like your style though so it works out thanks. yeah that's uh incredible I don't think I've ever heard of anybody because I've interviewed quite a few women I don't think I've ever heard anybody's story take <laughs> off that quick yeah that is that's insane and so when you said you made pieces for this uh exhibition what were they Plant hangers? Were they just decorative? No, they were. They're all woven pieces. Mm -hmm. So I use like a little wooden frame. Um, and forgive me, I don't know the difference. Can you break it down? So woven pieces um, are they're almost like sewn into um, threads called warp threads on a like a wooden frame. Okay, is that like the one where you had the tinsel, or was that a hanger, a macrame thing? What tinsel? You had like copper tinsel. You posted something. Oh, that. Um, that's a plant hanger okay. or, or an ornament. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, 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 that's okay. Sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like trying to follow, but okay. Yes. So. so the woven pieces, um, they take a lot more time than doing macrame. Um, they have a frame and you have to warp it and get it ready and then sew every single little thing piece of yarn through there yeah um macrame is i i stand like in front of um a rack like clothing rack and just knot my cords together yeah and that's so, what you teach people to do that's what i've been teaching yeah. and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll come back to that yes I yeah think that, that is super fucking cool <laughs> yes but you said that i guess is it weaving yes it was your first love and so how did you even get into it i mean i don't i've never ever been exposed to that ever really so did, really okay so how did you well how did that come to be um i've always had a big love for vintage um vintage things my grandma and my mom are super into like thrifting and antiquing and stuff like that and i remember always seeing like macrame pieces uh plant hangers especially you know real frizzy fuzzy like 70s style 
and I've always liked those. Um, but I have a girlfriend that, um, she was weaving, had started weaving and I was just like amazed. I was like, that's so cool. You know, How old like, were you? uh, not very, it wasn't very long ago, probably like three, like three or four years ago. Wow. So we're not going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> no. The lady likes to have a little mystery, yeah. <laughs> everyone. Anyways. Um, so. Um, yeah, after you saw your friend doing it, you were just kind of. Yes. I was like intrigued and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. So I bought a loom and it is a. You went for it. I did. Wow. I just was like, I'm going to do this. I need to do having a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. I think really my husband's a tattooer and he's always, you know, he's creative. He's painting and he's tattooing and watercoloring, doing things. And my kids are like, oh, I want to do this. And so I was like, well, am I like not artistic? Like, do I have the ability to do something? Oh, yeah, totally. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, when I had the, um, what's the word? The turnout or the like, um, Mm, yeah. Good, positive feedback, Definitely. you know, I was like, okay, well then maybe I can do this, you know, even if it's not to support my family or, you know, um, just to do it as a creative outlet and have extra money on the side and, you know, yeah. but now it's, I mean, it's, look what you're doing. It's come a lot further than I really thought it would. I've never like thought it would be and teaching a class. And it's only been a year. That's what I'm saying. I'm like. So that's something that the women that I've had on this podcast have in common is they just suddenly decide to go for something. They go for it 100% and then they realize that they're exactly where they need to be and and it's all happening so quickly. Not as quickly as you. I mean, I'll be the first to say it. I'm so amazed at that. And that couldn't tell me anymore that you were doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, do you feel that? Like, what is that like? Um, It's really... It's, it's a great feeling, and it's also, like, super weird. Like, I'll be out places and, like, meet somebody, um, you know, like, at a coffee shop or something, and um, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so weird, yes. you know? Like, I'm not saying local celebrity or anything. You know, like, I always joke with my husband and yeah. tell him that. Yeah, but there, there's so Everybody's been tattooed by him or no yeah. or something, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And people say they know me or, like, they love my stuff, and I'm like, oh. It's weird, you know, for to hear a stranger saying yeah, that, you know. Yeah, someone you've never, and, ever spoken to before, yeah. but they know you and they know your work. Right. And that's, you know, I'm not like a crazy fan of social media, but for this alone, yeah, I mean. It's crazy. I, I had I had people reach out to me, um, like I have pieces in like Kentucky and Arizona. Really? Um, North Carolina. Like crazy. I don't even know like yeah. how, you know. So where they found me through Instagram. Yeah. I mean, really, Instagram. I'm like, all if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm like, post, post, post. Like, yeah, I love and, it. And um, my friend Lori, you know Lori. I don't think I do. Um, Lori, oh, Lori Edwards. Yes, yes. I have okay. her on here. Yeah. yeah. So love Lori. Yes, Lori's um, awesome. Yeah. So we had this big social media um, talk one time. You know, just about staying active, and she does podcast, listens to podcasts mm-hmm. about social media and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have no problem. My personal page, I'll go, like, you know, a week without posting something. I'm right. like, oh. You know, but. But no, you have a business to run. Yeah. And it sounds like it's, a you know, kicking ass. Yeah. So is that, I can't say I've ever seen pieces like yours before. Is this something that you see, like, do you see stuff like this? Um, I follow tons of macrame yeah. um, creators and fiber art, just fiber artists. Um, there are a lot of people that weave and do macrame, so it's kind of hard to put your own spin on things yeah. without looking like, you know, you can buy patterns, like mm-hmm. any kind of pattern, mm-hmm. um, 
which I've never bought in a pattern. I just love saying. That. Nothing against <laughs> yeah, that. Nothing against like that. Totally. Like me, I mean, there's things I, I want to learn to do, and I'm like, if I if I had the time to just sit there and play with it, um, I could figure it out myself. You yeah. know, or just looking at a piece, you can see what kind of knots and stuff are used, and recreate it to your own version and style yeah. you know no of um, course but the fact that you've also never used a pattern you just have an affinity for this kind of art oh, yeah i'm sorry <laughs> thank if, you, if, thank if, you. you know for anyone who's listened to these podcasts before it's literally me gushing over oh. how awesome y'all are so just take it oh, you're awesome <laughs> uh okay so then how did macrame come into it and please explain what that is because i really want to know what the difference is so the macrame you can macrame with like yarn and stuff weaving is usually going to be used um like wool um mm-hmm. You can buy yarns like Hobby Lobby are great places to start, and that's exactly how I started buying yarns from there, which are all like acrylics and polyester. They're like synthetic fibers, okay, um, which are much cheaper, which is great when you're starting out and yeah. starting. Um, I've kind of richened my taste a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great. No, but um, of course. yeah, and there's some amazing people that I follow that do all sorts of hand spun, hand painted fibers, and of course being like merino wool and stuff, you know, it's going to be more expensive. Of course. I tried to not make my pieces so expensive because I mm-hmm. want people to afford them, you yeah. know? Like, I've always um, liked a good deal. Like I said, growing up antiquing and thrifting and, and stuff. Like, I don't want to pay yeah. a ton of money for something, but you also have to know what went into it and, the, you know, yes. the value of the piece. And yes. I'm willing to pay a good amount for, you know certain pieces of high quality Absolutely. materials and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's so. the thing is, um, you know, if you're going to use a higher quality material and plus put the work and the time in and then you bring in custom orders and stuff like that, I mean, right. you know, the time and the effort put in, not to mention the talent, yeah. oh. you know, gets wrapped up. <laughs> you're making me blush over yeah. here. No, I <laughs> and mean, the tequila it, it's true. I mean, I hope you <laughs> take a moment to reflect, you know, and obviously you're, you're very humble, which is another quality I like to have in oh. people that I bring on. <laughs> Um, but you know, to stop for a second and be like, man, I'm really doing something and I'm doing it well. Cause it's not about, <laughs> I'm about to quote Drake, but it's not about who did it first. It's about who did it right. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's badass. And so did you, cause you said that you saw your friend weaving, you thought it was super cool. You bought a loom and then did you just pick up on it right away? Did she show you? Um, no, she didn't show me. She actually lives in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see her maybe once a year. She came down once though. And I was just like. She had brought me like a little small weave or something, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" You know, and it was a little piece, like a five by seven weave, like super small. Right. And um, that's when I was like, "Okay, game on!" And that was, you know, three years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but to do for people mm-hmm. uh, besides myself, yeah. I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, these are the best conversations because they're real. Okay. They're unscripted. Yeah. I'm on one more shot of tequila. I might be talking clearer. Yeah. Hey, you just let me know. <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, okay, so then you she brought you this, and then did she show you, because you said she didn't show you. She didn't you show me, no, so I bought a loom, and it's really funny, um, I actually have, Why like, do you even buy a loom? I'm so well, ignorant yes, with this. so, um, <laughs> there's, a, there's so many places, you can buy them at Hobby Lobby, okay. the quality, of course, is not, like, um, walnut wood or oak wood or something they're like you know cheap little pop out mm-hmm. like but I mean good like beginners yeah but they're great for you to learn and start and see if it's even something that you're gonna like to do before you spend like $200 on a loom yeah of course or like 600 there's yeah. looms that are insane um but yeah so I bought a loom I actually bought it 
when did I buy it? I bought it like Black Friday special on Amazon. It is a <laughs> Melissa and Doug. The kids brand, like recycled toys. Yes. Melissa and Doug. That's the brand of the first loom that I still use for certain pieces. Okay. Hey, it's a kids loom, but it is like, Whatever. it's solid and you can adjust it and it has all these different settings. Um, but that anyways, was your first one? That was my first one. Oh my God. And I was so, so I, I laughed so much. It says Melissa and Doug real big. And so like I would take pictures of the back side of my weave. They call it dark side of the loom. That's like the fiber <laughs> world. Hashtag dark side of the loom. Which is really funny because I like Pink Floyd, so I, I get it. Yeah, of course. Um, That's, that is really funny. But the Melissa and Doug would be right there. And I'm like, I can't be posting this shit with a kid's oh, but recycled kids. But you so should. we go to tattoo conventions every year for my husband and we collect all these stickers. And so I put all these stickers to like cover the child thing. And now I laugh. I think it's funny. Yeah. And I'm telling people. Yeah. Telling no, it is everybody funny. that it's a kid's loom. But hey, that was my starter loom. Yeah. And I sold over 40 pieces. That's in what you two weeks, use. made on a kid's loom. Yeah. Okay, see, that's what I'm yeah. saying, too. A lot of times, uh, and I talked to the, uh, Megan Benavidez about this. She's a photographer. Yeah. So you can have, like, all the best, like, badass equipment. And and that's great, you know. Um, and uh, no doubt you'll do some amazing things with it. But true talent to me, I mean, you can take, in, in her case, an iPhone camera and have right. this beautiful image. And so, for you to say that you're using this recycled kids loom and yeah. you have like a sold out show, yeah, I mean that that just makes the story all the more better. <laughs> and so, I mean, how long did it take? I mean, were you just like on it every day or? Yeah, every day from as soon as my kids would go to sleep. Um, which would vary, but normally like around 10, 10 or eleven, and I would literally stay up till maybe five. Four, five in the morning. Yes, Did and you I was engrossed. Yeah, I'd be like no zombie mode, like coffee all day, no food, just coffee all day. Wow. Wait till they go back to sleep and do it again for like two weeks. It was crazy. I literally felt like delirious at days. Did you? Also but I didn't want to only have you know like a few pieces in the show. This is like a floor to ceiling show. Mm -hmm. This is my first show. I don't want to look like a dumbass with like just a couple pieces. Yeah. You know. No, you held yourself to a certain standard. I shouldn't say dumbass, but you know. <laughs> No, you're amateur, totally which I was. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but nobody needed to know that. Yeah, it was really cool too. This one um, older lady came up to me, and she was in a crocheting group, um, which I also don't know how to crochet yet. Okay, uh, Lori Edwards is supposed to teach me one day. All right, Lori. So you hear that, Lori? <laughs> At Beach Peach Design. Yeah. Club. <laughs> so um, yeah, this lady came up to me, and she's like, um, they had a fan. Uh, a friend in their group recently passed away oh, and she had a humongous storage of yarn and um Ooh. all the ladies went through it picked all the stuff out they want and she was like come over you can you can go through it pick what you want so I'm, I don't know who this lady is I get her number right. I call her the following week I go over there she gives me like 12 plastic bins full of yarn organized by color wow uh like insane like insane and a lot of it is um is certain stuff that I I can't particularly use mm -hmm. um but yeah it's so much stuff and this I was, was just, after your first show this was after my first show okay so i started i'm making friends with this i still talk to her too we'll send like christmas cards and nice. stuff to each other and i've that's the only time i've ever seen her was yeah at my show but still yeah that's i mean the people in the fiber community are like so that's what it's called a fiber the fiber fiber community, community world whatever you want to say like <laughs> there's so many tags that you know like Oh my gosh. No, I don't, this is literally foreign territory to me, so I it's, have so many questions. It's really crazy. I'm um, like I said, my friend got me started, and she's been super helpful along the way. If I've 
had questions, you know, um, as I was learning to get where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everybody is, is so kind and, um, willing to answer questions and some people, like I said, people sell patterns and stuff, right. you know, they're not like worried about like, I don't know how to just say it. Like, um, like hoarding. They're sharing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're sharing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of something like, um, one of my friends was like, well, you're going to teach classes, like you're going to teach people what you're doing. And then what if people start doing it? And, you know, I enjoy sharing that information with mm-hmm. people, um, which I'm not normally like a public speaker. Like I get right. super nervous and shy, don't look at me kind of thing. But when I teach a class, it's different. Like, oh, it's, yes. You're I, I find the passion, I guess, once I get, once I get started. Yeah, no, no and, doubt um, about it. Um, but yeah, so I feel like sharing it is, it's great. I don't, no, I'm it's, it's a great you, feeling and, yeah. and you know, um, if people want to start selling them, that's cool too. You know, like, yeah, I, I mean, uh, no, I love that you said, give me props. No. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I'm just kidding. unfortunately, you know, I, I kind of understand where your friend's coming from because she's yeah. looking out for your best interest, right? You have this right. like super awesome knowledge, you know, but, I mean, not only are you spreading, like, this uh, art, because that's exactly what it is, I mean, you're also showing people that you're willing to do that, too, and you're putting your name out there in that kind of way. I mean, right. it's... So what made you decide to do that? Because I've seen... How many have you done? Two? I've only Three. done two classes. Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. The most recent one was this past weekend. Yes. The first one we did was at Greenlight on mm-hmm. the south side, and mm-hmm. then the um, second one was at Wildflowers yes. just this past weekend. Yes. And um, they were both great. Um, I had a really big turnout for my first class. Mm-hmm. We had 16 people in the that class. That is a lot. Um, this last class we had four mm-hmm. um, different element, different things that also came with different place. Too. Different place. Um, the first one didn't come with the plant. The second one came with this huge Zeragraphica air plant. Gorgeous. Yeah, that's super cool. Going to wildflowers, they're humongous. Oh, and they're, I love that place. And if you don't like taking care of plants or you forget about them, <laughs> yeah, they're great to have. <laughs> Just spray them a little bit here and there, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the classes were great, and. Um, my first class, I was so nervous. Like, oh my gosh, there couldn't have been enough tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I drank before. I was too nervous to do that too. She was working. No, literally, like after class, I finally drank my mimosa and I was like drinking it. It was like spilling out my chin. <laughs> and one of my students saw me and she was laughing and I was like, oh my gosh. It was really funny. They stayed and they, they hung out and they got just like, you know, they have desserts and stuff over there. Yeah, I love that place. Yes. And so they had some treats and they came back in the class and everyone was laughing and smiling and um, I mean, it was a really a fun. It was really fun. So how long does a workshop last? And I mean, um, you know? About two hours, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, the class was 16 versus four. We definitely went over a little bit. Um, I do am very hands-on, so I'll go to like every single person yes. and show them their first knots and, you know, walk through it. Yeah, that's going. the best way to instruct. Right. I know I would need I that. I started, um, like I had my own setup ready to go so I could show, but there, there were so many people that... It was just, you can't, you know, can't see from yes. all back here. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't see her, but she did a very grandiose gesture with her arm. It was excellent. So what even made you decide, like, hey, I have this knowledge and I want to teach? Or was it a demand thing that people want to know? Um, I mean, I know people wanted to know, but both, did they reach out? Both, actually. <laughs> um, I had wanted to start teaching classes, but I didn't know if I was ready yet, you know, mm-hmm. and reaching out to different places and saying, like, hey, you want to do a class? Um, and I've had people message me, ask me, like, 
you know, do you teach classes or mm-hmm. are you going to teach a class? And I was like, well, I don't have anything really lined up. And then Greenlight messaged me and they're like, hey, we've been wanting to do a class. Like, we want you to come for the class. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, so they reached out to you. They reached out to me. Wow. Yeah. See, that's... Yeah. Obviously, people want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And so why... And why? I knew it was there. I just... I, di- I didn't know if I was ready, especially like with... Um, my October was like super crazy mm. um, market and pop up and stuff yes. at my son's school and like all sorts of things. Um, so adding that to my list, it was just crazy. Every month of October at the Diadels Martos Festival, mm-hmm. it was just crazy. And so, so you're, you're uh, do you call it vending? Am I saying that right? Your what do you call it when you um, when you're selling your wares? Like a pop up, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or like so market days, like Wildflowers those. has the market days, so yeah. I would do theirs. Um, I've done one at Threads. I've done one um, at Bus for Nico when mm-hmm. he did his fashion show, which yeah, was that's so, so fun. Yeah, yeah that I was. Saw, I saw pictures and video of that. It looked really. cool. It was really cool. Yeah. So, are you constantly making pieces to sell? I mean, is that something that you're like, okay, I know I need this many of this and this many of that prior um, to a pop up? How does that? Work? I try to stay pretty stocked for a pop up, especially with like plant hangers. Like plant hangers sell super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I have a lot of like little small things like keychains, yeah, affordable key things, cool. you know, cause some people, um, will come out, but they don't have $50 to buy a little wall hanging or, you know, right. even bigger pieces, but $5 for a keychain exactly. or, you know, $5 for ornaments. I have a lot of ornaments that make Yeah. This is new cute. to me. The ornament thing. And we'll talk about this in a yes. little bit because I'm most familiar with your plant hangers. And so are those your biggest sellers? Is that, I feel like that's what I see most of. Um, I would say the last four months or so have been tons of plant hangers. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean just because of the season? I think so. And I think they're just, um, <laughs> I don't know. They look great in your house. I have like 10 of yeah, them no, in my house. I, I want to start a, a plant yes, hanger Yes, you should wall. hang one right there. Yeah, I'm already like, ever since I saw yours, because I bought one for a friend of mine for yeah. her birthday. I'm like, I really need to, we have like random hooks in here. Yes, so that one's that. perfect. Yeah. Definitely. And there's one behind the TV, too. So already yes, girl. Already got, I got you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like, plant hangers. That's such a... Because you saw the rise in popularity of the... Um, what do you call them? The little cactuses and stuff. What do you call them? Succulents? Succulents. Yeah. yeah oh, you, yeah. You saw a rise That's in that. That's my first love. <laughs> yeah. The first first. Yeah. And then... So I think it's cool that you kind of incorporated your art into into that because people are really, really into the right. succulents thing. And so I think that the plant hangers... Right. Help with that, and people want them for that reason as well. Right. When I do a market, I normally have, um, I'll put like a glass vase in there versus like a potted plant only because knowing, um, I like to think I have a green thumb, you know, I have a lot of plants. Uh, I've seen, this sounds weird, but I have to deep dive in people's Instagrams to be like, oh yeah, she did this, oh yeah, she did that. And I've seen you with some of your plants, they're incredible. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, so when I sell them, I like giving people the option to, is it going to be an indoor hanger or is mm-hmm. it going to be an outdoor hanger? You don't want to have a, a ghost plant in the house. You know, it needs lots of sun. Yes. Um, so I leave that kind of open. I mean, I guess I could, is, is a succulent and cactus and houseplant obsessed as I am. Like, I want to put plants in there, but I also... I don't want them to kill the plant, honestly. Yes. Like, I don't want to be like, here, and then they hang this, this, you know. I love that you're thinking about the This great Debbie in the house. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> so, I really do. I know that sounds so phony or cheesy or something, but. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that you're thinking about 
the life that the plant's going to live. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you hear talk about that? But I mean, it's they're living. I mean, of course. No, I love that you said that. And so something else that you've been doing that I think just takes your art to the next level is dyeing your material. Mm. I mean, I've seen you use avocados, sunflowers. Oh, she's ready. Did you hear that? What was the, the most recent thing you used? Um, well, last night I burned my rose petals. What does that mean? Like not on accident. Okay. No. <laughs> like I literally burned them. Amateur. I got one market bag out of it and it was beautiful. And then I threw a couple more things in. And then I started watching The, um, the Haunted on Netflix. Yes. Was that real life, yes. the real life story. I watched those. Creepy. Did you watch episode two? Is Sorry, that, this is an aside. Yeah. The serial killer parents? No. Oh. No? I had to have. Yeah. The, the two little any. girls? I think we're talking about the same thing. They killed them in the bathtub? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'll ask you about that. Yeah, we'll later. get back to that. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> so you were, you were attempting to boil? So, yes. Um, so red petals um you have to mordant your fabric and there's so many different things you have to what you have to uh, use like a mordant to treat your fibers that you're going to dye okay it's called so, mordant mordant okay so you can use like an alum you can use um iron copper um you can make your own by putting like rusty nails in some vinegar and letting it wow. ferment and yeah there's so many different things and they're all yeah. gonna deepen or darken satin your colors and um but yeah <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I mean, so um, I had no idea that you could just do. I mean, bring rusted nails yeah. to use to color your fabric. Like, holy, yeah. I say fabric. <laughs> is it what is it? Yarn. Um, well, both. I right now I have um some vintage linen napkins that I got. That I'm super excited about. Um, some cotton rope, some merino wool, um, a cotton skein. Wow. A couple market bags. Okay. It's been really fun experimenting. I've done, um, what was my first? Avocado. Yeah, I saw that. Sunflower, honeysuckle, marigold, rose petals, black beans, beets. That is yeah, so that's where I'm at cool. so far. <laughs> yeah, so what was the most, do you know what the color's going to be prior to doing um, this? I kind of, uh, I have a guess. Um, some of them have really thrown me off. Yeah. Um, like honeysuckle, everything that I've gotten, I, I haven't bought anything to dye with. Like I've picked the honeysuckle from my yard. Oh my uh, goodness. Goldfish gave me their dying marigolds. Um, oh, <laughs> when I was yeah. day I drinking that. I saw that. And, they um, were that. and you said they looked at you all weird like, yeah. okay. Like who wants dead flowers? Especially when you've been like kind of buzzing. Okay, well. Yeah. I want them. And they're gorgeous. Oh my gosh, did you Especially see it? It's like the color buzzing. of this cup. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I saw the picture that you posted. It's and I so that beautiful. Was, yeah, I mean, because you think about it, that was a post Dia de los Muertos, right? Yes. Yeah, so you know they have all that stuff that's just going to go to the trash. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, you're like, hey, I can put that to good use. Yeah, it looks sad. They were. I laid them out on my table too, and I was picking them, you know, because I didn't want to use like the stems, the mm -hmm. green stem, and kind of like muddy it up. So I'm cutting them, and there's like all these little spiders coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're. we're Spiders aren't anything in our house. Yeah. Yeah, so. No, we are spider friendly friend. in this house. Yes. With few exceptions. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to think. You did one. The sunflowers turned it green. Yes. That was really cool, and I was not expecting that. And I like that on your social media that you kind of took us on the journey with you. Like, you're like, what color do you think it's going to be? It's so exciting kind of to me. I feel like, yeah. it, you know, if I'm excited doing it, um, 
other people maybe would be excited, no, it's you cool, know? especially when you're wrong, because I know most people think <laughs> they know. I love know. the the guessing, like, put a question. Most people, okay, just so y'all know, most people don't answer my questions <laughs> yeah. when I put a question on Instagram, so you'll start answering my questions. I try um, to. I try. <laughs> I try to, yeah. too, knowing now that, like, hey, nobody's answering my questions. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's funny when people will, you know, say, like, oh, I thought it was going to be red, and it mm-hmm. ended up, like, green or something yeah no um, sunflowers i thought straight up was gonna be yellow or maybe like a brown i thought it was gonna be brown yeah. is what i was thinking um there's uh hopi sunflowers supposedly mm-hmm. we don't have those here um but you use just the seed like the big black head part and it okay. would give you like this crazy bright purple so i really would have loved to have that i knew i wasn't gonna get that right 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 but wow yeah people will use like a like air like heirloom seeds i guess you can say yeah you know so I'd like to get some of those one day and yeah. try and I mean, can you purple. just order them? I think you can, yeah. Okay. That is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. And then avocado, same kind of thing, right? Avocado, we eat so many avocados. So I same. saved up like a gallon bag in like no time. Um, pits and skins. Um, skins supposedly will give you different colors. I was like, I'm using all this shit and I just threw everything in there. Yeah. Um, you want to cut, the smaller you cut it up, the more you can extract from yes. it. Yes. Um, but yeah, so they say that the pits will give you more red while the skins will give you more like peachy apricot blush colors. Ooh. Yeah. And so I've seen, you know, Pinteresting, I'll like, you know, see what kind of mordants people are using. Cause you can throw like baking soda in there and it would change the color or you can throw the, the copper rusty nails in there and it would darken the color or satin the color. Is, and so it's really fun. Did just you call to, it satin? Satin. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've never <laughs> yeah. heard that term before. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, like, like dull a, it. So okay. like, yeah, if you were to do like, let's say like a real pretty blue from like black beans and you black put the, beans turn blue, black beans turn blue, <laughs> bluish gray. Yeah. But still. Um, yeah. I have some really pretty cotton on that. That was the very first thing I, yeah. I died on. And, um, yeah, but if you throw like a ton of baking soda in there, they say it can either turn like greenish or gray. That is and that's so saddening it. Cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, because you know, then you're you're creating a color, and a lot of times it's not one that, or it's definitely not something that is mass produced. You know, because every single time it's, the color is going to be a little bit different. Right. Yeah. Um. So, how does this process work? It involves boiling. It's um, simmering. Okay. Most things, um, boiling could burn it, like mm-hmm. rose petal. <laughs> That's just because it got left on. That means I slept with my stove on all night. Ooh. There was no water in there. My market bag was like, <laughs> shriveled up. It's literally steamed. Yeah. It was my, my son. We were getting ready for school. It's like seven. He's like, what that smell? I'm like, Nothing. burning rose petals. Yeah. <laughs> the bag's still really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Dyed with rose. It'll be available. <laughs> check it out burn rose petal bag uh okay so you put the material in there you simmer it so i'll start with my fabric first um i'll have it you know pre-soaking i usually soak it overnight but you can really get away with like an hour or so i usually soaking it in i soak it in soak it so she soaks it are you from corpus yes same (laughs) one shot of tequila y'all this is doing to me <laughs> okay, yes. so um, yeah, I will pre-mordant my fabric. Mordant. That's what it, I was trying to remember that. Yeah. Mordant. So <laughs> that just like prepares your fabric and gets it ready. Mm. Um, artificial uh, fibers like acrylic and polyester and stuff, you don't want to die. They won't even, I don't even know if they'll die. I don't 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But like wool, cotton, like natural synthetic fibers die usually really well. Yeah. Um, so I'll pre-mort it my stuff. I have it sitting in a little container and then I have a big aluminum pot that my husband uh, donated to me. It was a turkey fryer at one time until we got a deeper one. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's so great. I look at Goodwill for pots all the time. Aluminum is like nobody gets rid of their aluminum pots, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, I have this big pot and I um, normally put... I eyeball it. I really don't even um, measure my amount of water. I just put water in there. That makes me even happier. Yeah. <laughs> dash yes. of this, dash of that. <laughs> and um, and then I will put in whatever I'm using. So mm-hmm. like um, my marigolds. Um, you can freeze everything too. Okay. So like. Yeah, it doesn't need to be mm, fresh, right? Well, not fresh, no. But um, my dumbass, I left the marigolds outside. <laughs> I thought they were in the freezer, so they kind of started molding a little bit. Okay. So I was like, I was super bummed. I thought I was going to get this gross brown color, you know. Yeah, but you went for I love brown, anyway. but, you know, I already have some brown stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it, they ended up working out really well. Yeah. I had to cut a lot of stuff off, and I washed weird things off. and Spiders coming out. Yeah, <laughs> spiders coming out. <laughs> yeah, they were just little small gardens. Yeah, so where did they even get, just as an aside, where did they get the marigolds from? Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay. They had an altar set up for okay. the Dia de los Muertos festival and stuff in there, you know, and that's like the Day of the Dead flower. Yeah. So is there anything else that you're dying to try? I know you mentioned the sunflower, that special kind of sunflower. There's a ton of stuff I want to try. I just, I've been trying to do things that I didn't have to buy, you mm-hmm. know, like foraging things. Yes. Um, my that daughter, has to be so much more rewarding, right? It's really exciting. Yeah. My daughter will get like a little wicker basket and she'll go in the back and she'll pick the honeysuckles and she'll pick, you know. <sighs> that just the, sounds magical. Esperanza and yeah, different y'all things. Yeah, just sound magical. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> we're hey, we're super just... nature family. And so. I, I like to it. think that that reflects now like just kind of dabbling in this. I follow a lot of natural dyers on Instagram too and mm-hmm. I've made some good friends, you know, social media. Well, I'm sure they're seeing over what you're the doing and cloud and stuff. Yeah, and they're thinking, you know, hey, this girl's got something too. I mean, is, is there anyone else here locally that does the kind of stuff you do? Um, I just I don't know anybody that does it. I've had a couple people message me and say like, you know, what kind of rope do you recommend? I want to kind of play around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently saw, actually like just yesterday, someone at the art center, I don't know his name, mm-hmm. um, is teaching like a mending class, like if you had a hole in your shirt or something. Oh, wow. But it also, I think, had something to do with natural dyes. Okay. I saw that part of it and I didn't, um, I wanted to get more information on it. Yeah. I have a girlfriend that's like runs the education department. And, nice. Um, the exhibition area and stuff, so... Yeah. Find out more on that. But yeah. yeah. But as far as I know. I would love to teach a class on natural dyeing. That's so much fun. But just yes. having so many pots and right. stuff. And, and how long does that does it take? It's a couple see? day process. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it would have to be like a like a like a week workshop or yeah. something. We got kind of off subject when we were talking about um how my process is like Yes. So I put the let's just say the marigolds or whatever. I get them all cleaned up and cut and then I really just throw them in the water. Now I could let them simmer about Two hours low, never like a boil because you don't want mm. them to burn. Yes. Um, I'm so impatient. I will literally be like stirring every like <laughs> two minutes and and tilting the pot. What color is it? Yeah. What and does like, it look like? Yeah, it's crazy. Like you'll get you'll extract some color like super fast, and you're like, yes, it's gonna be like this orange from mm-hmm. the marigolds. And then like ten minutes later, you're like, oh, 
the fuck it's brown like you know like it changes it really does so because yeah, that's why you need that two hours yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll let it simmer for two hours and then i let it completely cool i'll strain all my um my flour matter whatever out and um then i'll put my cotton yarn wool market bags whatever i'm doing yeah. in there and i'll let it simmer about 45 minutes that's what i go for but by the time my kids distract me and i'm on the like 30th snack of the day um <laughs> i come back and it's like an hour and a half and then my water's like a little lower yeah. you know so you have to make sure you don't have it too hot because you don't want to lose your water and then you don't have good coverage exactly so yeah i'll let them sit in between an hour hour and a half um, let it cool, sit overnight, and then I usually let it sit all day um, if I can. Okay, so that, what, do you mean like to dry? No, it's still sitting in the pot. Oh. The fabric will sit, once I put it in there, like let's say I'll do it in the middle of the day. I'll throw all my yarn and stuff in. I'll literally let it sit 16 hours or so, like okay. overnight. The next day, I'm okay. go about my day and then check it. I like that. I mean, it's it. being like super saturated. Right. Yeah, I love that. And so I check it and I'm like, mm. sometimes I'll turn it back on and let it like simmer for like another 30 minutes or so just to see if it like changes. Because with the sunflower, the sunflower was crazy. It was like brown for a really long time. The next morning I woke up and it was still kind of brown. And then like two hours later it was green. Yeah, that is so cool. Can you imagine if you had stopped? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And that color is so beautiful yeah. to me. I mean, it's, it's almost like a, how would you describe that color green? It's like mossy. Yes, moss. uh, it's That's very a soft. Way to it. It's really yes. soft. Um, with natural dyes, you, I, I can't wait to do like a weave with it. Like I have raffia and like all my natural dyes and natural things that I want to make a big piece out of. Um, you just with the sun and stuff. Um, the sun can bleach. Yes, natural dyed things. Yes. So like when I do make that piece, I have to you know let somebody know like okay don't hang it in a spot that's like mm -hmm. you know direct sunlight all day long or something because it could bleach it out yeah, a little definitely. bit you know i mean the sun does crazy shit to like doors right I mean, so and and speaking of the sun i have some things like i'm solar dying too mm -hmm. so like i'll um what yeah so solar Tell me about this yeah this is really fun um solar dying um so like when I did my honeysuckle, I had everything in the pot. I took some of the flowers and some of the water and I put it in a mason jar with uh, just a big chunk of merino wool mm -hmm. and leave it outside for about 10, 11 days. Wow. Yeah. Um, of course, when I decided to do this, it the first time it like rained for like <laughs> five days. No sun. sun. Yeah, so it was like it's just this boring color. Um, but when I did the beet, it was really pretty. What color does the beet turn? It's like a deep maroon. Wow. Almost yeah. brown. Parts of it, parts of it kind of had a little bit brownish tint, and then mm -hmm. some were a little bit more like. But see, whiny. I love that because it's not uniform. Right. You know, it's very. It's not uh, perfect. Yeah. yeah, which I love all things that are yeah. perfect. Literally <laughs> yes, everything. It was perfect. Yeah, okay, so solar dyeing, of course mm -hmm. that's a thing. And I, and to me being down here, it's pretty optimal, maybe not like this particular season. Right. But that, that's an optimal way to do things. So yeah. I think that is really cool. And so you're raising a daughter, you're getting her involved in this, you know, whether she's picking what you're going to use to do your natural dyeing or what have you. Right. What does she think about this? Because you learned your trade, or some of it, you got tips on your trade from a strong woman, a strong female friend. And now you're obviously like a kick-ass, you know, business owner doing your thing. I mean, what is your, is your daughter old enough to pick up on how important this is? Um, I don't know if she fully gets it. Um, 
they're both like obsessed with weaving, both my son and my daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I have, my house is like, I need a studio. It's crazy. Like the amount of yarn and rope and pot hangers and stuff that's everywhere. It's taking Not to over. mason jars filled with stuff. Yeah. Yes. And then my stove, my husband's like, can you move your rose petals so I can eat dinner? Um, but yeah, it's, it's everywhere. And so they're super into it. If I, I have a few looms and stuff now. So my son, he's probably made like three or four. They're not like something, yeah. you know, woven in and out, but he will not the yarn around the warp threads and, um, yeah, he came to Arts Alive. I did some demos at yeah, Arts Alive. Yeah, I want to talk about this too because yeah. you did that where everybody did a row or something like that. Yeah, so we had so many. I honestly don't even remember. Probably like maybe 50, 60 people mm-hmm. over the two days um, come and help me make this community weave. And I would kind of do the first couple pieces, you know, yeah. um, and then show them how to do it. And then they would go and some of some people didn't want to do it they'd be like no no i'll just watch you and that's totally cool you know um and then there were other people that like wouldn't leave (laughs) they were loving it like kids and then moms would be like i'm so sorry like and they would keep coming back and that's great it was really cool to have people so involved yes and And so and so that's how my kids are they're super involved um if I have a loom on the, on the, they're literally picking out a piece and I'm like, this is for somebody. Like you can't mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This one has my daughter's Off special limits. touch. Yeah. yeah. But no, they love it. And so I actually have little looms that when I am working on like a custom piece that like I'm in a cruncher, you know, I need to be working on it. Um, I'll give them a little one and let them do something. Yeah. I mean, or sticks. We wrap sticks all the time. What does go that pick, mean? Like literally go pick a stick and I'll cut a bunch of different yarns and stuff and my son will knot them on there and tie them. And, oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. It's really fun. Yeah. They it love is. it. The three-year-old and five-year-old, you know, wrapping sticks. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> I mean, they have to, like you said, you're not sure if they fully, fully grasp it, but they have to know. I mean, first of all, your involvement with things like Arts Alive, where you're showing other, or you're letting other people get involved in your art. I mean, right. you know your kids are just eating that up. Like, I, right. I want to do this with mom too kind of thing. And then for you to bring in your, you know, your kids to bring the raw materials in to dye your yeah. material. I mean, that's something that they're going to remember forever. Like. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Good memories. You know, we grew up being very nature Mm -hmm. friendly and stuff. So we've really pushed that. Not pushed it. They love it. It's never been a push thing. Yeah. Um, But I mean, it's obviously important to you. Yeah. And you guys are instilling it in them. Right. Yeah. That's. Growing up outside is the best. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, Xbox and games and stuff are fun. And my son is slowly starting to get into that, you Mm -hmm. know, but it's not hard to get him outside and do stuff. See, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. There has to be a balance, right? Because the world is so different now um, in terms of technology yeah. and everything. Um, I'll be 33 next month, and so I remember what it was like yeah. not to have these kinds of things right. available. You and know? I'm 34, so, yeah. yeah. When you get you. Uh, yeah, September. September what? 29th. September 29th. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so you and I are essentially the same generation, and yeah. so we, we know exactly what it's like to not be so distracted by... Our devices, right? Like, it's taken my over now. <laughs> yeah. But it's really helping you out. Yeah. I mean, tremendously. There's times where I'm like, put your phone down. And I do. Like, there's tons of times, you know, we're at the home. At the home. <laughs> we're at the home. The home. We're at how. <laughs> what is wrong with me? When we're at the house. And, you know, I don't have my phone. And then my mom's like, will end up calling my husband. Like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Jalen's not answering. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you know, it's sad that you think that something's wrong because I'm not answering right away, you know? Yes. But having a business, I feel like there's so much that I 
need to be on there. Um, it doesn't take away from my family time, you yeah. know. No, that's um, or so I don't not critical. pay attention to my kids, you know. Yeah, it's so but, critical. Um, when you have custom orders and people are messaging you and it can get crazy. And I'm like, you know, there's so many people out there that are like super famous, like people I buy my rope from and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, they also have a ton of help. Right. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like taking orders and you know what I mean? Handling. Right. Like, I don't want to call them menial tasks, but right. handling that right. I totally, prep yeah. by guests or whatever. Right. So, so keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, you're juggling a family and you're also, you know, have this business going on. You're doing events. You had your, the, I'm going to say it wrong, but the, the event, the art event last week where you had two pieces up, the ultraviolet or oh, something. Oh yeah. The Pantone ultraviolet show yeah. at the art center. Yeah. I mean, so, you yeah. know, you're doing that, you're teaching classes. I mean, you're doing, you're doing my podcast. Like you're, <laughs> you're doing a lot of stuff. I mean, you have to, to give yourself credit for that kind of thing, you know? And at, and at the same time, you're not sacrificing anything in terms of your family and that is like incredibly admirable because at the end of the day that's what's most important definitely and so what's next for moonlight woven um well i still want to continue going on with classes um i've had a lot of people um interested in doing like wall hanging classes Mm -hmm. um so those are purely decorative right those are purely decorative you can i mean yeah totally decorative you can make them just where they're hanging, you can add um, knotted features in where they can hold vases to hold plants, but also be not a wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a plant hanger. Right. Um, um, my dad built me a huge loom. I don't know if you saw that. No. You're stalking my page. No, I, it's just, I, tell, <laughs> just I tell everybody, I'm like, I have to, to insta-stalk or like deep dive. I yeah. have to. So my dad, he is like the most handyman I've ever met in my entire life. Ugh. Like they don't make him like my dad anymore. No, I, they don't. I know exactly what you're I'm sorry, about. my husband. He knows. He knows. He knows. He loves me. He knows what he married into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like for real. Like this dude. Um, but no, he, I told him I want a loom. I want a big loom. I want to make a big piece, right? He brings me this loom that is like the biggest fucking loom of like humongous, like bigger than the, these four windows here. Like huge, like huge. I don't even how know how big did it you is. even get it into your house? It it fits through the door sideways, <laughs> but it has legs connected to chains that like flip out. Um, it's, it's he li- made this. It's probably the size of this back wall. I'm not even kidding. It's humongous. Whoa! And that's what we did the demo on at Arts Alive. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. And so I would love to. Okay, then I have sort I, of seen it. I made a runner at Arts Alive, like literally, like a. Uh, rectangular long skinny something that could be completed and mm. you know kids weren't overwhelmed to doing yeah um, um but yeah I would love to fill up the whole thing and make a huge piece um what's stopping you uh just time, time and um yeah space <laughs> yeah I work in my living room really for a piece that big I'd have to be in my living room with all my stuff everywhere and my kids are just insane. They will literally, they'll be like streaming yarn around their heads and throwing it around. <laughs> it's crazy. And they love it, you know, and I love it. But yeah, so I'll figure, I'll figure the time out. Oh, yeah. You I know? mean, no, when, when it's <laughs> Little right, by little right. and yeah, so. So what did, what are your parents think about this or, you know? Oh, my like parents everyone. are so what proud. They they're, they're the most amazing parents, you know. They're so supportive of anything I've ever wanted to do. I worked in the dental field for 15 years. Really? Yeah. And so I feel like that's like, I've worked with my hands yeah. for, since I was high, in high school, yeah. I was 17. Props to you for that. Field. It's important work. 
It yeah. Is. So I left that when my son was, my daughter was eight months old mm-hmm. and life was just not happy being at work eight yeah. to five, working in people's smell. Girl, I'm right there with you, yeah. yeah. So I did that, but, um, 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 um. <laughs> <laughs> how many times am I going to Stop being so hard on yourself. I You're know. great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, it's, I mean, I say, I say like, and I say absolutely, and I say wow constantly. I just, whatever. That's just how I talk. Too bad. Oh my gosh. I forgot what I was saying now. Well, you were saying that, so I asked you what your parents and your family thought oh, about yeah. where you were at. They're super supportive. My sister is super supportive. She's like, give me all your shit. Like, make me this, make me. And she takes, uh, she's a photographer. Jason yes, Hiller, I started photography. following her after yes. you. Uh, she's done a lot of my done. pictures um, yeah. of my yarn out and stuff. Um she loves it, you know. We I get pictures from her and she gets pieces yeah. and um yeah, it's Is really she your exciting. only sibling? Um I have a brother who lives in Houston. Okay. And I have a sister. Um she passed away in 2004. I'm sorry. When to she hear was that. 17. Yeah. Wow. Sad. Yeah. But uh I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that you know, the family that you have, I mean, including those that are going to be following in your footsteps are, yeah. are seeing their mom live the life they want to live and saying, "Hey, I was in this business for 15 years the dental industry and realized this really isn't fulfilling me and now right. look what you're doing I mean and it's amazing because like really working you know since you're a senior you're still kind of coming into your person I feel like you know Absolutely. oh my god I'm in my 30s I'm like I think who am I, I, who I am. <laughs> yeah Maybe? yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes so to do that and then after 15 years like it was a very abrupt um situation that made me leave work and mm-hmm. um I was terrified. I've supported myself. And even though I was married, I was still, I still had money coming in, you know? Of course. And so to just be like, all right, peace out. Like now my husband pays all the bills. And I mean, this, this job I get money from clearly, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's not like, um, everything, all the weight is on me, you know, or to, to have to pay certain bills or whatever. Um, but I mean, I think that's the beauty of where you're at though, is that, you have such a supportive family unit that they're like, hey, yeah, I mean, you've been doing this for a year. You sold out a show with all your pieces. You're getting custom orders constantly. Go do your thing. Like, we'll carry a little bit of the, right. you know, the load for now. Right. But, I mean, look what you're doing. Oh. I mean, you are teaching classes. And, pe- like, people are paying to have you give them this skill or at least, like, show them the way kind of thing. Right. I mean, that is just... It's exciting. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> crazy like, is the best way to say. It? I don't even know. Like it's it's weird. Like like I said, when people see me out and they say they know me or they love my stuff, and I'm like, I feel like I should know them. You know, like oh, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. You know, like yeah. it, it's it's a weird feeling, but it's really cool. Yeah. No, I and, mean, and um, my husband's so funny. He's he's like my number one supporter. You know, he's always sharing my posts of things that I make and go to my wife's pop-up and stuff like that and it's funny to me because I kind of laugh because he'll be like you're he said something like he called me an artist or something the other day and I was like oh my gosh like don't use that word like it's it's funny it's funny to me though like I feel like you know when I left the dental field that I that was that's all I was like do I have anything else I can do you know like am I creative am I artistic am I anything besides teeth you know (laughs) so this is like a whole new this year has been a crazy um, I love so much that you brought life. up the fact that you questioned whether you had skills past the trade that 
you trained for because right. so many people struggle with that like i know i guarantee you people see you and see what you're doing and are like i i don't think i could do that right you know and you were literally in the same boat and then just fucking grab that shit by the balls <laughs> yeah like and that's clearly people is what you have to do like you you just have to go for it i'm just and that can be kind of cheesy, yeah. right? Like, oh, girl, like, you did it. Awesome. But I don't think people realize, like, that's that's literally what it takes. And it's a total mental game, right? Because right. you said you were terrified. Yeah, it's this, it is literally, like, I mean, a life-changing event. But it was literally the scariest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Having kids, no problem. <laughs> like, well, leaving, <laughs> leaving, leaving this job and trying to, like, think of yourself as a different person. Not a different person, but, like... That you're you're capable to do other things, and you're not just this is not your only skill or your only thing you're good at yes. or that you can do. And if you're not happy, then like do something different. You yeah. know, like change your life up. I I am like so much happier now. Like working in the dental field was great, and I miss it all the time. I have tons of friends that are still in there, and I talk mm-hmm. to them. They're always trying to get me to come back. But it's like if you're not happy doing that, you have to find something to make yourself happy, or you're just gonna be like a bitter bitch all yep. the time. Yep, bitter bitch. And I was. My husband was like, he noticed such a big difference, like when I stopped working and and started creating things. Yes, and I get anxiety quite often. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you for bringing that up too. Yeah, <laughs> we all suffer from that. Yes, or whatever. It's Depression, crazy. Depression's mine. Yeah, um, macrame and weaving has really been a really therapeutic outlet. I kind of get lost in things I'm doing. That's what I was going to say. When you're doing it for like six hours straight, you have to be in the zone. Yeah. And I'm sure you like come out of it and you're like, whoa, look what I just created. And then at halftime, it's like, what the fuck did I just make? Because (laughs) you just don't stop yourself. Sometimes you do have to be like, okay, it's like four in the morning. uh, Turn off Stranger Things. I just started that finally. I don't know if you Really? Yes. uh, Okay. You're in for a treat. It's good stuff. I'm in like third episode or fourth episode. Of season one. Yes. Okay, you're in for some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that that's awesome. I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I know, I'm a little late to the game. No, hey, that's okay, because now it's all out. Now you get to watch season one and season two. Yes. You did it right. I need the no delay. Yeah. Waiting. <laughs> yeah. I watch way too many shows with one season, and I'm like, when the fuck season two Oh, coming? God. What, uh, we started watching something recently. This is obviously so has nothing to do with you, but we started watching something recently. Like, why did we do that? Now I, I have to wait, like, the rest of the world? Like, what the hell? Yes. It's so bad. Um... Well, Jolyn, I want to thank you so much for being here and for doing this with me and taking a tequila shot <laughs> and just sh- not only this podcast, but also sharing your talents with, you know, in your workshops and that kind of thing. And if I'm not mistaken, you're going to be at the Loco for Locals, right? I'm going to be at Coffee Waves. Okay. You're going to be at Coffee yes. Waves. Okay. So you'll yeah. be, have a pop-up there. I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pop-up there, November 24th. Yes. What time? Uh, I should know that. Okay. Well, check out Moon... <laughs> to be updated. <laughs> yes, Moonlight Woven's page on Instagram and see all of her badass work. And I just can't wait to see where you go next. Oh, and just thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs>